Welcome to the Brave Church Podcast. We're so glad you decided to join us. Wherever you're listening from, we hope you're encouraged and inspired by today's message. Um, today, we're going to talk about the breaker mentality. And uh, we're going to end up in this service. I'm going to prepare you now so you're ready. Because I don't want to have to like teach you into it. We're going to go somewhere. And we need to get somewhere in this service. We have to get there. And I can't do it without you, and you can't do it without me, and we can't do it without God. We need, everything's supposed to happen the way it's happening right now. How many know the the Hebrew, the the Bible says there's no coincidences? And and scripturally, there's nowhere in the Bible says there's no coincidence. There's no coincidences. How many know you're supposed to be here right now? I'm supposed to be here right now. And then if I do my part, and I preach what God wants, and you respond properly, then God's going to do his part. And, I, and the way I see it is something's going to open up in the spirit realm. And I feel like that's in our lives. I feel like the last six months have been warfare for a lot of people. The enemy has really set his eye on this ministry. And I have a message for Pharaoh and that devil. It didn't work. You should have killed me when you had a chance. And I heard this in Kendall. I'm hearing it again. God says to this church, this next six months will be the best six months for this ministry and for your family and for your finance and for your life. Breakthrough is here now. Breakthrough. Breakthrough is an amazing word. The Bible says, let me read you a scripture in 2 Samuel 5.20. David went to Baal Perazam and defeated the Philistines there and the Lord did it. Somebody say the Lord's going to do it. Mm. How many know when breakthrough happens, that's our confession after the Lord did it. How many want a Lord did it kind of breakthrough? You know what I'm talking about? The oh my God breakthrough? Yes. You don't even say it like that. You don't go like, oh my God. You go, oh my God. Come on, somebody. <laughs> How many when the Lord blesses you, it's a, oh my God. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're about to get a, oh my God blessing. <laughs> How many know a, oh my God blessing is like, you know, you, you don't, you may cry. You're not the crying type, whatever. But I mean, you cry when you get a, oh my God blessing. You're like, because <laughs> you just don't feel worthy. But how many know the goodness of God is what leads men to repentance? And God will bless you so good, man, it'll just be, oh, Lord, oh, my God. And then other people look at your blessing, and they, they, they either go, oh, my God, or because they're haters, or they're believers, real Christians, and they go, oh, my God, and they're like, I'm next. Come on, somebody. How many believe God has an oh, my God blessing? The Lord did it. Say, the Lord did it. David declared, and he burst through, is what he says, he burst through my enemy like a raging flood, like, 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 like a real running back, like, like just like a raging flood, like a, like a bull. So he named the place the Baal Parazam, which means the Lord who burst through. And I think sometimes we, we see God as, you know, um, kind and, and soft and gentle, like in the movies. Remember, ever seen Jesus in the movies? Like, he's like, my daughter, be made whole. Or he tells that one girl, go your way and sin no more. 
But, there, but, there's, but the way I read the scripture, I do see him like that. But I also see him like, Lazarus, come forth! And the dead man walk out. I see him like, like a demon-possessed man, butt naked, running out of the tomb. Come on, somebody. That's in the Bible. And he comes running out all naked. And Jesus is like, how many are in there? And the demons, religion. And he's like, come out. And the demon's like, please don't kick us out. He's like, what? Send us into the pigs. All right, go on the pigs. And then the 2,000 pigs run over a hill and die. That's radical stuff. Come on, somebody. That's like, what the heck? That's breakthrough God. How many know you serve the breakthrough God? And he burst through because the enemy comes in. But thanks be unto God, like a flood, the spirit of God breaks through. Come on, shout like you serve the God of breakthrough. And I love how the scripture says, it, it, it literally says this, the, the, the actual word means he's the master of breakthrough. That means God has many ways to get a breakthrough to you. Don't limit God to what you, one way of a breakthrough. When I've noticed about God, when you think the breakthrough is coming this way, it usually comes that way. Just to let you and I know, you, you, you know, this is not you. Don't put me in a box. I can bless you any way I want to bless you. If I got to take two fish and five loaves and bless you, I'll do that. If I got to take a spit, a loogie, and put it on your eyes and heal you, I'll do that. Come on, somebody. If I, t- I got to take a raven to feed you, I'll do that. If I have to have ro- water to come out of a rock, I'll do that. If I have to open up an ocean, I'll do that. How many know we serve the God that is the master of breakthrough, and he has a million ways to get a breakthrough to you? Come on, clout, like you're getting your face stirred today. Because some of you over here believing for a breakthrough at your job, and then, and, then, and then it didn't come. Maybe they even fired you. You're like, I'm going to get promoted. I'm going to get a raise. And then it's like, we're going to let you go. You're like, oh, my God. Hey, listen, they didn't hire you. They can't fire you. God's got a better job. When God opens the door, no man can shut that door. How many know God will make a way where there seems to be? No way. You serve the God that's the master of breakthrough. Don't be limited. Don't be discouraged. Don't put your head down. Put your head up. You should expect a miracle on the way. When you get up in the morning, you should say, Mom, my best days are ahead of me. A miracle's headed my way today. I don't know how. I don't know when. I might not see it, but I know God is working on my behalf, and it's only a matter of time before he bursts through my enemy. Somebody say glory. glory. Now let me fix my shoe. My shoe broke through. Come on, somebody. I got to do that foot. All right, now. Somebody say, he's my master of breakthrough. Jesus said, on this rock, I will build the church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. And that's what breakthrough represents. Those gates can't prevail. Those, Those gates can't prevail. They won't conquer us. They won't beat us. And those gates work two ways. That means breakthrough works two ways. And maybe you're in this place today and you need one type of breakthrough, which I call breaking out. Maybe you find yourself in an addiction or a bondage, a circumstance, and you need to get out. You're like in Pharaoh's got you in bondage and you need to get out. Thank God. He's the God that can break through the gate that's held you back. And Jesus said the gates of hell will not hold you back. They won't prevail. And I'll break you out of the bondage. I'll break you out of the fear. I'll break you out of the insecurity. I'll break you out of the intimidation. I'll break you out of the suicide. I'll break you out of whatever. I'll break. I'm the God of the breakthrough. 
But he's just not limited to getting us out. Because how many know we don't just serve the God who gets us out? How many know we serve the God who gets us out to get us in too? And some of you need a breakthrough to get into a new promotion, a raise, a breakthrough in the company, a breakthrough in the family, a break. And you need to get into something. How many know those same gates that try to keep people out, try to keep people in? How many know God can break through both gates? So God can get you out. God can get you in. Why? Because he's the master of the breakthrough. Come on, clap like we believe God is the master of the breakthrough. But in order to break through, we got We got to use our weapons. We got we to work with God. We got we to work with God. And part of the way we work with God, having a breakthrough mentality, is a breakthrough mentality understands the power of the sacrifice of praise. And when we praise God, it allows God to do so much in our life in the area of breakthrough. So if we're going to have that breakthrough mentality, we must get a revelation and we must understand the sacrifice and the power of the sacrifice of praise. And we must praise God on His terms, not on our terms. We must praise God based on His standard and not on our standard. We got to do it His way. And we do it, when we do it His way, we get His results. How many here want breakthrough results? We want it His way, not our way. And I'm going to show you God's way. And I'm going to make it clear in the scripture what it means to give God the sacrifice of praise. I'm going to define as many aspects of it as I can. And then your response will be to give God the praise that is required for your breakthrough. And I believe if we do it right, there will be enough praise released in this room right now in the next 22 minutes to get a breakthrough in your home, in your family, in your marriage, with your children, at your business, at your job, in your body, in your ministry. Come on, give God a sacrifice of praise like there's power in our praise. Hebrews 13, 15 said it this way. By him... Let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. And that is the fruit of our lips. Here it is, giving thanks to his name. And that, that word, the sacrifice of praise, turn to your neighbor and say, it means, tell him in the Hebrew, tell him, it means, tell the other neighbor. Come on, tell the other neighbor. Say, I'm going to teach you Hebrew. Hebrew. Ready? Tell them. Tell them. I'm going to teach you Hebrew. Tell them. You're not telling your neighbor. Come on. Tell your neighbor. I'm going to teach you Hebrew. Tell them. Tell them. The, 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 the word sacrifice of praise in the Hebrew Jewish tradition means toda. Toda. Not todo. Toda. Somebody say, Toda. Now you know some Hebrew. So when the Bible says it's a sacrifice of praise, in the Hebrew, it means Toda. The New Testament was written in Greek, but this word sacrifice of praise is actually from the Old Testament, and the defining word is Toda. And here we find God saying, I need you to give me a Toda, a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of your lips. I need you to thank me. That's what God is saying. That's the sacrifice of praise. So in the Old Testament, we sacrificed bulls. We sacrificed pigeons, pigeon doves. We sacrificed uh, chickens. Curandera. <laughs> Come on, somebody. We sa- <laughs> the devil is a liar. Watch. We, we sacrificed in the Old Testament animals. And what we would do is we would take the animal 
on behalf of our family or our tribe and we'd bring it to the high priest and he would cut the animal he would bleed it out on the brazen altar he would put the animal on the brazen altar the fire of god would consume it that sacrifice would be consumed the smoke would go to heaven god would inhale the smoke and release a blessing on your family and release a blessing on your tribe and that's the old testament sacrifice we don't sacrifice like that anymore because jesus was the ultimate sacrifice and he paid the price so we could be blessed Come on, shout like Jesus paid that price. So we don't need us. That's right. We don't need a sacrifice to come to God anymore. We can come boldly to the throne of grace because of the blood of Jesus. We don't, we don't come because we're so perfect. We don't come because we're so holy. We don't come because we have it all together. As a matter of fact, we come because we don't got it all together and we need him to help us to get it all together. Can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? Can I get a hot to the loop of the yacht? Hello. And so... And so, but yet here in the New Testament, it says you have to still give God sacrifices. So it's not the the blood of an animal because we already have the blood of Jesus who covered that. But the New Testament sacrifice is the sacrifice of our praise. So that's the sacrifice that God still requires from the Christian. He says, I want you to give me a sacrifice of praise. And that is the fruit of your lips. Because that sacrifice of praise does so much things in the spirit and allows God to do so much. It causes blessing and breakthroughs in our lives. How many want to offer God the sacrifice of praise? And you say, Pastor, when should I give God my my Toda. When should I give God my sacrifice of praise? When should I give God the praise of thanksgiving, the offering of thanks? When? The Bible says you should do all the time, continually. On our mouth should be a thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many are thankful to Jesus for what he's done in your life? Come on, somebody give him a Toda. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Now, this is really a spirit we have to carry in our lives. And this is something that I, maybe I'm going to help somebody just with an area that I think this is going to give you a breakthrough right now in your emotions. Because some of you are, complain a lot. And you... <laughs> like you show up and people, and people just like, want to go that way. Because you don't carry a praise in your mouth. You carry a bad report in your mouth. Leader. Listen to me, Leader. Listen to me, leader. Some of you leaders are in this place, and all you have is bad reports. It's because you've lost the, thanks, the thanksgiving in your heart. You need to get rid of the bad report in your mouth. And you need to get the new report in your mouth. Don't get offended at me. I'm trying to help you. The report you should say is, we, Pastor David, we are well able to take the land. I don't want to hear about no big-headed, fat, smelly giant. My God is bigger than a giant. My God is bigger than a... Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You ain't clapping now, huh? Okay, okay, okay. Somebody say Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. This is a spirit you need to carry with you. This is a spirit that I've learned to carry for many years. For 26 years, 27 now, I've been sober... I don't get, use drugs anymore. I don't, I don't punch people anymore. I don't, I don't slap fools anymore. Come on, somebody. I don't, I'm just kidding. I shouldn't have said that, Lord. Forgive me. I, I, I don't steal. I don't, I don't do any of that anymore. I, I'm a man of God now. I travel the world and I preach the gospel. I mean, it, I'm a blessed man. So my old lifestyle uh, is far from me. But... I, I, my pastor taught me this years ago. He said, Jason, listen, if you're going to have constant victory in your life, then you're going to have to stay humble and broken before God. 
And now the Lord has blessed your life, but you still need to be humble and you still need to be broken. And the way you stay humble and the way you stay broken is keep a tota, a praise of thanksgiving in your heart and in your mouth. And be a person who constantly thanks God and always is praising God. So sometimes I say, man, I'm not going to have a panic attack. I'm going to have me a praise attack. Man, sometimes we praise God so hard. Man, I had to, I had to, take, I had to go out and get praise insurance in our church. Come on, somebody. I mean, man, but we, how many know we got to carry a spirit of thanksgiving about us? And maybe God has blessed your life and maybe you've come a long way. But never forget what God has done in your life. And be a person that's always thanking God all the time for what he's done in your life. Let me give you some scriptures to teach you on this real quick. David said it this way. The sacrifice of God are a broken spirit and a broken and a humble heart. These God you will never despise and you will never reject. When thanksgiving is given, it is our brokenness and God can't resist it. How many are grateful for what God has done in your life? How many are grateful for what God has done in your family? Let me, come on, that's it. Give them a poda right now. Come on, that's all you're moving. You know, my son Joshua, he's 14. He's, he's, he's been raised in a good home. Uh, we have a nice house. He's gotten pretty much everything they want. They, 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 he didn't experience the suffering I've experienced. He, didn't, he hasn't gone through the tragedies I've gone through. But I've had to teach my son growing up, and I'm teaching my other two kids. I've had to teach him, listen, you still have to stay broken before God. You can even live off your dad's brokenness. Say, what do you mean? In the Old Testament, when God did a miracle for them, God said, listen, you're about to go into a whole land of prosperity and blessing, but I don't want your kids to forget what I did for you. So God would tell them, build memorials. Those were a place of worship and praise where God would say, I want you to thank me for what I've done in your dad and your great dad and your great great dad. So you never have to go through it, but you can carry their brokenness into the next level. How many thank God that God has brought us so far and our children can be taught an inheritance of how to be broken and grateful and thankful for all that God has done. Come on, shout like God is a miracle working God. And really, really listen to me, listen to me. What do you think you're doing right now? Yeah. Where are your kids right now? Many of them are in children's church right now. Yeah. Right? And what are, they, what, are they, what are you saying to them? We're going to church today. Yeah. We're going to church today because church is what saved mommy and daddy. Yeah. Church is what set me free from bondage. Church is what helped me. Church is what God, God used it to fix me. And that's why we come to church every Sunday. You're starting that generation of praise right now. Come on. Thank God for our children's ministry. Right now. You're starting that right now with your kids. But how many know we got to carry that? So I'll call my pastor. I might be like somewhere. I'm going to Africa this year, Philippines. I'll be in the Philippines in August. But usually when I'm out there, I'll call my pastor just to say, hey, I'm over here. There's 10,000 people I'm preaching to. Wow. And he always tells me the same thing. Good job. I think God is saying this. Stay humble, young man. What he's saying is stay thankful. And I think God is saying this today because, first of all, some of you are oppressed and depressed for no reason. Because God has given you this, the garment of praise to break depression. And the reason there's depression in your life, because you have stopped counting your blessing. You have stopped thanking God for what he's done. Listen, you may not be where you want to be, but you need to thank the good Lord. You're not what you used to be. Come on, somebody ought to give him a toto. That, that was your moment to give God a praise break right there. You missed your chance. Let me say it again. You may not be where you want to be, but you need to thank the good Lord. You're not where you used to be. That's your moment. Give him a toda. 
I'm going to lean in here and then we're going to lean in there and we're going to have a good time. Amen. Because right here is what I've learned many years ago. And let me, can I just give you a, a scripture? When, when Jesus healed 10 lepers, only one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back. Look at this. Praising God, watch me, in a loud voice. Praising God in a loud voice. So some of you in this place that say, Pastor, I don't need to praise God loudly. I can praise God softly. No, the actual, I'll give you the definition later. The word to praise God, Toda, literally means to praise God with a loud voice. How many know God wants to hear your voice? He gave you a shout. Come on, not for the devil. He gave you a shout for him. Come on, somebody that's been healed, give them a shout of thanksgiving in the room. Give them a shout of praise in the atmosphere. When he saw he was healed, look at this. Look at the dramatics. He came back praising God and he falls at Jesus' feet and he thanks him. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked him, we're not ten cleansed. Question. Where are the other nine I healed? Has no one returned to give praise to God? Except this foreigner, this sinner? Where are the other nine? And, and the leper responds, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I can't give account for them. But what I do know, when it comes to Sunday morning, I'm the one right here with my family. And we're here to give account. And we're here to say thank you, Jesus. Because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even be here right now. Some of you, can I keep it real? Some of you should have died on an operating table. Some of you should have lost your mind. Some of you should have died in a car wreck. Some of you should be in bondage still. But the Lord done delivered you and healed you and saved your soul. I need you to give him a toda, a sacrifice of praise. So if you're feeling that spirit of depression trying to come back into your life, if you're feeling that spirit of oppression coming, trying to come back, you all of a sudden you realize, man, I'm complaining and I'm murmuring and I'm backbiting. You know what happened? You forgot where you come from, honey. But today the Lord brought this preacher from L.A. to remind you he's been good to you. He's been good to your family. You come on, some of your family came on a boat. Some of your family shouldn't be in Miami. But somehow, someway, the Lord made a way where there was no way. You ain't got nothing to complain about. I want you to get Give God a shout! Help! Ho! Ho! Glory! 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 Smuggled in. My grandma came to this country on the bottom of a, a train, smuggled into this nation. We come from the bottom, but the Lord has raised us up. But the devil's a liar. I'll never let my kids forget where we come from. The good Lord done made us rich. The good Lord done healed our body. My son should have been aborted. The doctors didn't abort him. But the devil is a liar. My God is Jehovah Rapha. He's the healer. Somebody ought to thank God that when the doctor said no, he said yeah. When the banker said no, he said yeah. Give him a praise like you're grateful for all that he's done in your family and in your life and in your home.
lived a sinful life. But then she learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with, a, with an alabaster jar of perfume. It was worth the whole year's wages. You see, when you start complaining about tithing and giving, you forgot where you've come from. When you start complaining about serving in church, you forgot where you've come from. Because you don't, you don't come to church because you have to. You come because you get to. You don't tithe and give because you have to. You tithe and you give because you get to. You don't serve God faithfully because you got to. You serve God faithfully because he's been too good to you. You get to do it, my friend. And she, and, and she brings in the, you know, the spirit of religion gets mad. Uh, they could have sold that for the poor. And Jesus is like, you betray her. Verse 38 to Judas. She stood behind him at his feet, weeping. She began to wet his feet with her tears. Look at that. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume. And the Lord didn't say, Oh, that's too much, girl. It's too dramatic. Being too dramatic, you got your mascara everywhere, your hair looking all wild. Come on, somebody. How many know when you really praise God right, you got to go to the restroom after the service? to put more makeup because it all done come off or you got smart and you wear waterproof now come on say amen somebody because you know when I go to house when I go to God's house you don't ne you never know what's going to happen at Brave Church man the Holy Ghost break out and I go into a praise fit and I'll lose come on somebody clap like you know what I'm talking about and I'll lose my entire mind sometimes I don't know what's going to happen to me I'll start praising God man and the muckles are flowing Look like I got in a fight. People are like, you all right? Oh, man, I'm more than all right. I fought the devil in there. I had me a praise attack. And man, that devil, I, man, I'm, my breakthrough's on the way. Come on, son. My, my miracle's on the way. What do you mean? Muckles? No, that's a, it's not the muckles. It's not the swollen eye. I just got to hold it, God. Because when my praise goes up, it creates an incubation where me and God can have a conversation. And then he can impart a spirit of deliverance and breakthrough and miracle and wealth in my heart. That there's so much power in a sacrifice of praise. There's so much power in a toda. It's 47. He says, I tell you, because the disciples are like, hey, what's going on? He says, I tell you, there are many sins. There are many sins have been forgiven. Great love has shown whoever has been forgiven a little. Your praise left me love a little. How much do you love him today? Your praise lets me know and God know how much you love him. You want to sit back cool, calm, and collective because you don't want to look undignified. You got all that, that pride. I was going to call it Mexican pride. There's only a few Mexicans in here. Come on, someone. Latino pride. Come on. You know, uh-uh, no, no, no. My, the devil is a liar. Come on, my breakthrough didn't come because of my talent. My breakthrough didn't come because I was the best looking. I kind of am, but that's not how it came. Come on, someone. My breakthrough didn't come because I was the most gifted. My breakthrough came because I learned from David that the God of the breakthrough shows up with your praise. And David's wife was like, I can't believe you praising God like that. And David told 
a liar. You think I'm losing it now? I'm going to get more undignified than this one. Because it wasn't your daddy that delivered me. And it wasn't my gift that delivered me. And it wasn't my money that delivered me. And it wasn't my talent that delivered me. But it was the Lord God Almighty that delivered me and raised me and blessed me. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I feel a praise boiling up in somebody's soul. I'm going to give you 30 seconds and give God the kind of praise that says, Lord, I love you. Lord, I need you. Lord, I want you. Lord, yes. Come on, somebody give him. said sorry I never cried I was very macho call it round pride you don't cry brother they chopped your arm up so what when I come to Jesus the very first day he broke me off he's like I call it he smashed on me he smashed on me so hard, I started crying like, 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 a, like, like, just a lot. <laughs> and I'm weeping, man. And I'm thinking, what the heck's happening? But the Lord was showing me, it's a time to be strong. It's a time to be bold. It's a time to man up. But in my presence, son, it's not that time. In my presence is a time where you bow your knee. In my presence is a time you lift your voice. In my presence is a time you clap your hands. Why? Because I'm king. I'm God. And you're not. And I deserve your praise. I didn't just give you a body to give you a body. But I made your body a temple of the Holy Spirit. And every time you clap. And every time you stomp your feet. And every time you lift your voice.
endures forever. This is Jehoshaphat about to fight an army. He's about to fight a battle he can't win. And he's scared and he's nervous. Some of you are in a battle in the natural you can't win and you're scared and you're nervous. And God says to you, you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be nervous and you don't need to be worried. I know your kid's acting funny. Circumstances tripping. And over here they're sipping and they're dipping. Come on, somebody. But God says, don't worry about a thing. Because every little thing is going to be all right. Come on, somebody. And he told Jehoshaphat, don't worry. Let me in on your situation. I want to bless your family. Jehoshaphat says, what do I do? I want to bless the church, but you got to let me in. And then, and then Jehoshaphat says, what do I do? Do I pick up the sword? Do I pick up the spear? And God said, no, son. You need to stand still. And you need to position yourself and get you to ready. And I want you to the praise to open their mouth. And I want them to begin to see. Give thanks to the Lord. His mercy endures forever. God is about to bless praise with a blessing that you didn't earn. You didn't deserve it. But it's going to be his mercy. And it won't just be the church. But you're the church. And some of you are going to come into prosperity. You're going to be moving into houses. And it's going to make you scratch your head. How in the world did this happen? It wasn't by might. It wasn't by power. But it was by the grace of God. And the mercy of God. If you believe it, somebody ought to say yeah. There's a building headed your way. There's property headed your way. There's breakthroughs headed your way. Somebody give God a praise in the room. Some of you want to praise. And I heard this in the service before and I'm hearing it now. You feel bad. You made your mistakes. You blew it. You failed. And you're here and you don't even feel worthy to even be here right now. And God says to me to tell you, nobody's worthy to be here. But his mercy, they're new every single morning. And Jehoshaphat knew, I'm not the greatest king. I'm not the best king. But Jehoshaphat, God said, don't, don't tell me how good you are. You tell that devil how good I am. He says, the Lord is good and his mercy. And in the spirit realm, that's what you got to tell Satan today. Because the spirit of condemnation has been trying to rest on this church. Trying to bring shame. Trying to bring guilt. But the devil is a liar. You're washed in the blood of the Lamb of God. And you open your mouth and you tell that devil his mercy, his mercy is over my life. His favor is over my life. His grace is over my baby. One more time, give him praise and tell him your mercy. God defeated their enemy. And when Jehoshaphat and the boys, the worship team come out, come on somebody. And they come out to go see what happened. The enemy was defeated. And for three days, all they did was gather in prosperity and wealth and possession. Come on, it looked like they were going down. It looked like they were failing. It looked like the money was going to run out. It looked like the enemy was going to win. But thanks be unto God. What the devil meant for evil, the Lord said, 
for God's promised deliverance while we're still in need. Tell your neighbor, Toda, praise, releases faith. It thanks God. Tell your neighbor, it thanks God for the victory before the victory ever shows up. Tell your neighbor, it says, I praise you, God, before I can see you, God. Toda, praise means to lift your hands, inviting God's help. I believe today is a divine setup like Paul and Silas. And as we praise God, somebody's prison cell is going to be open and somebody's family is going to be saved and another campus is going to be launched. Who believes God that there's victory in your shout, there's victory in your sacrifice of praise, there's victory in your coda. If you believe it, lift your voice and give for today's message from Brave Church. For more information or to get in touch with us, visit us at bravemiami.com.